Support for the Quite Unusual Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the ultimate hygiene bundle for the man in your life, the Performance Package. Help him join over 8 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code QUITEUNUSUAL at manscaped.com. Manscaped has everything you need to get your sweaty, hairy balls gross and bush under control. It's not just for men, it's for everyone. It's time to take care of the hairy people in your life. So go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with code QUITEUNUSUAL. That's right, 20% off and free shipping if you use the code QUITEUNUSUAL at manscaped.com. Get those hairy balls and bush under control with Manscaped. Whoa, how how did you do that? I don't know, it just came out of me. It was amazing. Quite unusual. Hello? Who's doing the intro? Uh, We both can. Ready? One, two, three. Hello and and welcome welcome to the the Quite Unusual Podcast. (laughs) I'm Nicole. I'm Noelle. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Nicole, I have to tell you something really annoying. Please. Um, Go. I know I'm like usually like at a level six annoying every day. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm kicking it up to like a nine point six nine right now. Eleven. This this annoying goes to eleven. This one goes to eleven. Um, why are why are you being annoying today? Because I have decided to become the world's greatest country and western singer. Uh, oh. But I'd like to put all of my lyrics in my twangy voice, my twangy fake country accent, a la Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, just in fearless. Let's be fair. Mm, okay. Um, and in, and the first album. Uh, titled Taylor Swift. Oh yes, correct. That's for sure. Uh, I would like to. Our song. That's like my favorite song in the whole. It's world. a good one. So, so it's amazing. Anyways, I'd like to become a country western singer, but I'd like it to include new metal music, mm-hmm. like in the background, a la Nickelback, because I can't stop thinking about you. <laughs> saying, "Look at this graph." That's Nicole says it all the time. So all day I've been singing everything like a country in Western song. Nickelback's not country though. What are you talking but about? But then mixed with new metal. How how does like what does that even sound like? Like I, I want like understand. new metal music. But but it, then like I want like the But make it country? Yeah. I want like a fusion. Like I wanna sing like about how my truck is lifted and I have a beer like in my little cup holder. And mm. like my girl sitting next to me, and we're driving down a dirt road or some fucking shit. But then I want like sick, sweet, like new metal guitar in the background. Okay. I don't want a banjo anywhere near me. Okay. Um. You, first of all, first you have to know how to sing country, though. Do you know how to do that? I think I could figure it out. Could you give us a an example? Yes. Can I first say to everyone listening right now, this is the unscripted episode. This is unscripted. Yeah. If you couldn't tell. Uh, this is the episode where we do whatever we fucking want, basically. We just talk about anything that comes into our heads. So if you're not a banter person, then get the fuck out. This, these are the episodes we lose listeners on. These are the episodes we get <laughs> bad is, reviews we on. We get bad reviews on these. These are our bad review 
bad review episodes. People don't like them. Or you do like them. Some people love them. It's a really love-hate thing. You either love them or you hate them. I don't really care either way, so. I fucking love them, man. I think they're great. So, yes, welcome. Quite unusual. This is unscripted. Uh, everything is coming at you raw. We're raw dog in this episode, people. And I, I will sing for you right now, but I need a topic. I need a setting. Okay. And I need a, a woman's name. All right. The woman's name is. I'm write this down. Clementine. Oh, Clem. The location. Yeah. Is your front porch. Oh fuck yeah. And what was the third thing that we needed? Uh, fuck. What it, like about? You said sing. What about? Yeah, I need I need a woman. I need a location, and a then porch. what else are country songs about? Um, mm, America. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Oh, speaking of which, I saw a tweet today that said that uh, a lady was trying to make new friends at a bar and she turned to a man who walked in and she said, where were you during 9-11? <laughs> and that is the most me-coded fucking thing anyone's ever said in their life. My favorite thing is like whenever we're out at a bar or something and uh, someone comes to like hit on, I don't know, one of us or yeah. Noelle or something and they look kind of young. <laughs> Noelle always goes, how old were you when 9-11 happened? Where were you on 9-11? It's important to know. And if they weren't born yet, too young. Yeah, you're fucking too young. Are you serious? <laughs> My cutoff is 1999, baby. If you weren't born in the 1900s, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, dog. Like uh, 1999, that's, I wouldn't even that's too, know. That's too that's, young. My cutoff is I 90. need you to have a visual memory of 9-11. <laughs> I need you to have trauma like I do. Yeah, you need to have lasting trauma from 9-11 if you want to date me. <laughs> That's If she doesn't remember where she was during 9-11, she's too young she's for too you, young bro. For you, bro. Totally. Too young. All right, what's the deal with the song, man? Oh, shit. Sorry, I got a 9-11 tangent. She gets on those all of the time. Uh, who knew I was going to bring up 9-11 on this episode? <laughs> I, mean, I feel like you should do an episode about 9-11 now. I feel like it's going to be very polarizing. I would love to. It's probably going to be it's a long one. There's a we're lot. We're going to get, I got some views, and we're going to get a lot of, we're gonna, I don't know, man. We're going to get put on some lists or some shit. Already there. Already there. Already there. Already there. All right. <clears throat> Let's hear it, sister. Okay. I'm trying to imagine, like, <clears throat> I got I got my girl with me. Her name's Clementine. We're talking about America. It's definitely Fourth of July. I'm gonna say, mm -hmm. ooh, maybe it is not eleven. Hashtag never forget. <laughs> we're, on, we're on our front porch. <clears throat> okay. You want me to count you off? Or can you count me? Yeah, count a me five, off so hard. A six, a five, six, seven, eight. Pull up in my truck. Clams on the porch. Flags are waving. Lighting the torch. <laughs> Nailed it. That's what it's like. That's why. Uh, um, feeling brave and just like our troops. Uh, fuck. I don't know, man. What rhymes with troops? Um, sloops. Uh, I love eating <sighs> sloops. The only thing I can think of is these tits are drooping. <laughs> these trips be tits be droops. <laughs> I mean, I think you got something there, though. I That's the number I, one. If, I can't hit do it on single. the spot, but I think I can. What rhymes with troops? 
droops. Dupes. These these tits droops. Maybe I'll just repeat maybe I'll just rhyme troops with troops. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like that's probably already been done before, so you could do that. Actually. I just feel like I should do it. You don't even have to rhyme. No, I don't think you do anymore. No. I don't think songs are about rhyming anymore. You could just say one line and repeat it seven times, and then that's a song, too. Rave like the troops. Is that good? Yeah. I want my troops back, troops back. <laughs> Already been done before. <laughs> I want my Clementine, Clementine, Clementine. I want my Clementine. Clementine's on my front porch. Hash I'd never forget. There it is. Never forget. All right, so this is, is that fucking, a barbecue sauce? This is a terrible episode. Okay. All right. Um, it's good radio. Good radio. Okay. I'm gonna just go down the list. We're gonna go, go down the list. I'm gonna delete this part where I wrote Clementine. No, you know what? I'm gonna leave it. Leave I'm gonna it. write a song. Leave it there. I'm gonna write a song later about Clementine. Okay. I watched a movie last night that has changed me. Changed you. Changed the course of my life. Okay. Please. How and why? <laughs> All all movies. (laughs) I know what movie you're talking about, and it's really not that life changing. Okay, I watched Talk to Me last night. It's a good movie, but life changing. It was so good, dude. How did it change your life? First of all, I loved every fucking minute of it. I loved, I loved the concept. I loved the the entire cast was adorable, so cool. Dude, kids now are so fucking cool. I know, right? Like they have no business being that cool. Everyone born after nine eleven was so fucking cool, (laughs) right? That was the defining feature in all of our lives. Like everyone born after 9-11, they're just like so cool. They're just like, yeah, like just so like in tune with themselves. And they like, like dress how they want. Gender doesn't matter. Yeah. Fucking sexual orientation doesn't matter. There aren't like stereotypes. No, dude. Like it's amazing. I was in the fucking closet till like six weeks ago. Like and kids are just like, <laughs> bo- like born like. I don't know. It's amazing. Kids are right. so fucking cool. They now. are really cool. Everyone born before 9-11. I'm sorry I keep talking about 9-11. Everyone this is how she tracks time. Born before that. I do, really. It's like, this is my, like, before Pre- post. <laughs> yeah. This is my BCE and CE, okay? Yeah. Um, everyone born before that is just so deeply in debt and traumatized by oh, life in right. general that, like, we are so deeply and irrevocably uncool. It's because we were lied to our entire lives by multiple things, too. Did you see that TikTok of the girl crying about having to work a nine to five? No. I felt that shit so hard, man. She was like, no one told me that like life would just be about working and I wouldn't have anything else and no time to do anything. And I was like, I fucking preach it, Mm. sister. Jesus Christ. Welcome to adulthood, bitch. (laughs) Anyway, so I watched Talk to Me last night. And it Ooh. was so fun, and it was so good, and I don't know if I'm allowed to give spoilers. Some people hate spoilers. What are you trying to spoil? I just liked how, like, there was a moment when, like, it flipped and reversed, and, like, like the, like the very spirit end. talked to, like, the human. Oh, yeah. That was so fucking sick, dude. It was just, it was a really cool movie. I thought it was really well done. I loved it. I loved every minute of it, and they already filmed the prequel, and I am... <gasps> Did they? Geeked I for didn't it. know that. I know it's A24, but it like, are they going to release it in the US or are they going to do the thing again where they release it in Australia and then wait a year and then release it in the US? I hope not. I I don't know. I, I hope we get it soon because I want it. Yeah. I want it. I need it. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. It was just really good. And it just made me like, I don't know. It made me like crave like 
good movies. You good, know? yeah, actual good movies. Well, I mean, that's A24. They're, I feel like they're one of the only... Mm-hmm. Like movie, they're a movie studio, right? That's what we would call them. Yeah, for sure. They're one of the only movie studios that's actually putting out decent shit, quality content. Also, they genuinely like care about their people. Like they want to settle the strike. Right. Like they're amazing. They're not like, oh, your father's Tom Hanks. Here, have this role. Don't write this. Fucking talk to me about <laughs> nepotism, babies. They're ruining Hollywood. They're ruining everything. Movies dude. are shit because of nepo babies. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. I'm gonna going say this with. in the vaguest possible term I possibly can because I don't want to be this guy right now. But mm-hmm. I was watching Travel Channel. Yeah, and there was a show on there that I will not go into any detail. Except for it's a ghost show. It's obviously <laughs> so the only shows that are on Travel Channel. <laughs> we don't even travel on Travel Channel anymore. Nah. Um, and it was just like it was sickening. It was like these people were famous, and then they pivoted to the ghost world, and it was Everyone like I'm. I'm just. You know what? Look. If I was famous, I would nepotize everyone in my life for sure. Like, oh, get yeah. in here, hop on this fucking bandwagon. But you also have to be good. You can't just, like, be hand. If you're getting handed yes. an opportunity, you have to be good. You can- what are you, Chet Hanks? <laughs> <laughs> or the the youngest, they have, like, another one. He was just There's in- a third Hanks. There's a third Hanks. He was just in a movie with his dad. He played the younger version of his dad. Oh, man- I approve of that. A Man Called Otto. Remember we uh, read the book? It was A Man, a man Called, called Uva. Yeah. Um... And they just did, like, the Americanized version of it. It was on Netflix, and Tom Hanks was in it. He plays Otto, obviously. And his son plays him, like, a young him. Oh. I was not impressed with the his God, the book is so all. good, though. <laughs> so, yeah, there's another Hanks, in case anyone was What's wondering. What's the third Hanks? What's the one that's from Fargo? That's so good. Uh, Colin? Colin. Okay, you can Colin either... is, the, yeah, he's the, like, the talented Hanks. In life, you can choose Chet to be Hanks. two things. You can either be a Chet Hanks or you can be a Colin Hanks, and the choice is up to you. Chet Hanks just cracks me up. <laughs> it's like, how? I think I my know. question is just how? How? how is Isn't this? he also, like, he, like, didn't think his dad had COVID or something, so, like, didn't look at this picture of this guy. Oh, my God. Wasn't he? He was, like, a rapper or something. I love him. Born in 1990. You know Where was he during 9 Good for him. Where was he during January 6th? <laughs> Honestly, that's a better question. Good for him. If my dad were Tom Hanks, yeah. I would live whatever life I wanted to live to. You would be a Chet Hanks? I mean, not necessarily his exact style and vibe. You but wouldn't yeah, be a rapper? I would give zero fucks about I, anything. Yeah. Because you don't have to. I would try to be a Colin Hanks, but I'd probably just make a fool of myself and be a Chet Hanks and think <laughs> I could like be a country and western singer or something. But like, be so bad, but people would book me anyways because I'm Tom Hanks. Yeah, like, exactly. Daughter. Right. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Go ahead. Go ahead and appetize. Chatina Hanks. Chatina, that's me. <laughs> Chatina Hanks. It's <laughs> also his name is Chet. Like they set that kid up for failure. What's the third one don't... named? Uh, I don't know. I think it's something with a C. It better be a C. Uh, Truman. 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 That yeah. was great. Well, Truman's the Truman Show is my favorite movie, so I support that. Um, Colin Hanks, Truman Hanks, Chet Hanks, and Elizabeth Ann Hanks. Ooh, I haven't heard much about her. She's probably normal, that's why. I bet she's so normal. Yeah, she's like a professor or something. <laughs> oh, she's also she's actress and producer. Oh. Oh, she um, was in Forrest Gump. Oh, wow. Wow, who wow. knew? Who knew wow. that this was a 9-11 Tom Hanks a fucking family business, as if it's a family business. Yeah. 
Well, my dad's a surgeon, so I'm going to join the family business. I was going to say, that's like the joke from Step Brothers when he's like, I figured I'd just join the family business. His dad's a doctor. It's incredible. It's the same thing, though. But yeah, talk to me. So you liked it. I did. Back to talk to me. Um, it was fantastic. I don't think that there were a lot of good horror movies this year. I don't think there were a lot of good movies this year. You know what? A lot of horror movies came out at the end, like this yeah. month is when like a bunch of the good ones came out. I mean, as they should. Like it's right. Season. But yeah, movie wise, I don't know. Barbie. Barbie. Yeah, Barbie fucked. Oh, I'm gonna see Saw. I'm seeing Saw on Monday. Oh, the new one. I am. Um, I also want to see Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh yeah, that's coming. That's, that might be coming out tomorrow. Actually, I think it comes out tomorrow, or today, yeah. if you guys are listening to it today. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. I want to see that one too. Is I don't. Is that a video game? Um, I think so. My cousin, who's a child, was obsessed with it. I think it's like a a game, and then they also have like figurines and shit. I don't know. I got him oh. this like creepy looking thing from five nights at freddy's it was like this like figurine so i don't know okay it's giving um what's that movie that what's his name is in where it's basically the same willie's wonderland willie's wonderland yeah it's like the same. is it not exactly the same it movie? is exactly the same plot yeah it's like animatronics come to life but yeah i'm uh, yeah i'm excited excited for it hopefully it's good because we haven't really had many horror movies but no Yes, last year was a banger. Like we talked, if you guys haven't listened to our uh, horror chat with Jess Kanapic of What's a Weirdo podcast, oh, yeah. we talked all For about sure. it on there. So, all of the good things. See, that another, I've seen. another issue I have is that I just have no fucking concept of time, like at all. Mm. So, every time I think, like, oh man, Barbarian was like my favorite movie of the year, yeah. that fully came out over an entire year last ago, basically. year. Yeah. Like, yes. And I didn't know that there wasn't, um, like, a release of it. Like, you can't get it on DVD. Oh, yeah, we just learned that yesterday. Just learned that yesterday. You can't get a lot of, like, physical media of a lot of things anymore. But, like, Barbarian, it came out, yes, like, yesterday. It came out last year. Like, why? It doesn't make sense to me. You know how I feel about that? How? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit, I forgot to add more in there. That's okay. But, uh. I'll do it. I'll do for, it for the next one. For the next, for one. next one, yeah. For the next one. Okay, so we checked that off the list. I want to talk about this next thing, if you don't mind. Yes. We talked about dying on roller coasters. Yes. In our last episode. And you said, yeah, you said it was your ideal way to die. <laughs> yeah. Like, because we were talking about roller coaster tycoon and how you used to make, everyone did it. You, like, zoom off into, like, the, the ether. The murder coaster where it would just keep on going and it wouldn't Whoop. stop. And then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think also when I die, I would like something to go whoop, like a like, slide whistle. That would oh, be yeah. great. That would be great. As for you're me. on your murder coaster. Yeah. That's what I want my deathbed to be. Um, but our sweet, sweet friend, Darcy, shout out to Miss Darcelars. She's so fucking cool, you guys. You got to follow her on mm. the social means. Um, she reminded us of the euthanasia coaster. This was a real thing that I mean, it didn't exist, but it was... A hypothetical a proto, design. Yeah, a hypothetical, a drawn-up, I guess, prototype. Yes. You if you guys have not heard of the euthanasia coaster, it's super fun. This is, I I don't want to die on this one, though. This one is like. Seems uncomfortable. I would die on this one. Oh, I feel yeah? like this one is less scary because the other one, you're just like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. And you just like fall. But this one's like, what is it? Like the 
inertia that they put you through is just like makes you die. It's the G force. Yeah. Okay. G force. So, okay. So how it works according to Wikipedia, you know, we love a little wiki moment right hmm. here. Um, if you'll see this illustration, Nicole, which I will also I can, post, I can see it. Looking so at it right now. the euthanasia coaster is a hypothetical steel roller coaster designed as a euthanasia device. So it's fun, flirty, and fatal. <laughs> that's, that's three F's. That's me uh, putting that on my dating profile. Okay, so just kidding. Um, basically, what it is is that you just it's got seven loop de loops, so you have a super super tall. A 1,600 foot drop. Yeah, it goes like woo all the way up up. and then all the way down. Zippity zap to the ground. And then it is a series of seven loop-de-loops that get increasingly smaller. And when they get smaller because of the force and the speed, the G-force increases. And it smashes your brain against your skull. And you die. And you die. Terminal velocity. How fun is that? I mean, terrifying also. I think roller coasters in general are just scary. Oh, yeah, because, like, they're very dangerous. It's like the anticipation, I think, that scares me the most. Also, like, the ones that shoot off, I'm I'm good. Like, those are, I'm perfect. Those are my ideal roller coasters. But the ones that you're like. Oh, I like, I like that part. I'm like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. I can't do the dropping ones. Like giant drop? Fuck that shit. No, I've never done I that. I did it one time and I literally. It's the anticipation. That's what I'm saying. I, like, I cried so fucking hard. I was not having a good time. And like it drops like a little bit, you know? And oh, like, it, like fakes the you ones out, like yeah. next to you go. And then like it drops like a little bit. And that's when I fucking lost it, dude. I almost like passed out from fear. Yeah, I don't. I've just heard stories about like women getting their like scalps ripped off because their hair get caught and I'm like I don't that's not for me or like some person got their legs like uh, there was like a loose wire and it slapped their feet and their feet got cut off too I don't know if any of these are true or if these are just urban (laughs) legends so don't quote me on that don't you can't Um, quote us on the unscripted this isn't a research based (laughs) episode okay this we're raw dog in this but a lot of a lot of fucked up shit seems to happen only on that ride so I'm like I'm not no. Gonna chance it. I don't want to fall out of the sky. I don't want to bungee jump. I don't no. want to skydive. No. That's not for me. No. I appreciate. I love that. You guys want to do it. Power fucking to you. Yeah. When we get drafted into World War III, we're probably going to have to parachute at some point. <sighs> Fine. I guess. Whatever. Who gives a shit? But I'm not going to do it for funsies because to me, that's not funsies. Oh, it's just scary. It's really fucking scary. So the way this euthanasia coaster works is literally it just like smashes your brain to death inside of your own head but what i like to imagine is that when it's done it's just like a roller coaster like is it like a bunch of people dying together they just like shoot the bodies out like boop fling them out on the side do they or does it like does like the little car like close up and it's like a little coffin like you get buried in like a roller coaster car because that is kind of fun i was picturing like the bodies would like get shot out and there would be like a conveyor belt on either side, and like they would just like take the bodies Yours is more fun and nicer than mine, I guess. I like no, I like your corpse your corpse conveyor. Corpse conveyor. I think that sounds really nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think that sounds really cool. Um, so I would not ride this one. It doesn't sound fun. I want to ride the one I made when I was little, where you just shoot off into the sky and then you <laughs> land and hopefully die. Yeah. That sounds, what, yeah. That sounds more fun to me. 
more fun to the maybe dying. I want to be terrified when I die. Why? I don't know, man. I got nothing to lose. Say that. Okay, well, whatever. I want to die peacefully in my bed. (laughs) I love that for you. (laughs) Just go to sleep and never wake up. I'm going to be a hundred old, old age. I'm going to be 114 years old and be like, you know what? Maybe I will try skydiving and jump out and be like, I forgot my parachute. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the assist there. That was good. Thank you. That was really good. We have uh, offended someone. Always. Always. People love this shit. All right. We got some listener mails to talk through. Oh, have mm. you seen any good movies lately? Um, have I seen any good movies? Uh, yeah, you pull up that letterbox. We like we talked about a lot of the ones like the horror movies and stuff that I've seen. Like we just could be any kind of movie. I'm, just, you like, know what? I'm gearing up for Hallmark season. Oh, I yeah. can't wait! Can't wait! Oh, uh, actually, there is a movie that we didn't talk about on our horror movie with or our horror episode with Jess, mm-hmm. but it the new Pet Cemetery. Oh, did you watch it? Yeah, everyone was like giving it a lot of shit. Really? Which it's not it's not great. Is it? But it's Ooh. it's decent. Like the cast, the actors were great. Uh David Duchovny is in it. Okay, and I realized something that's kind of shocking and weird, but old David Duchovny looks exactly like my dad. Whoa. Like I literally was like, what? The f- I was like, I can't watch this. That's, that's my dad. And I even took a picture of him in the movie. <gasps> Does he not look like my father? Oh, no. <laughs> I took a picture of him in the movie and I, I texted it to my mom. And I was like, who does old David Duchovny look like? And she was like, old man Larry. And I was like, dude, he looks like my fucking dad. Nicole, I have some bad news for you. <laughs> what? You got a hot dad because he looks like David Duchovny. He looks like an old, not so much when he was younger. No. It's like the older it's, David Duchovny yeah. he looks like. He fucking looks just like Right? Him, Identical. This is freaking me out. So I'm like, I can't. So yeah, so that was a little weird watching it. But it's a prequel of Ooh. the first one. So I think, what's his name? Like Jed or Judd? Um, Judd. The old guy from like the first one who like tells the fa- the family about mm-hmm. Pet Cemetery. It's like his origins like it's like when him when he's younger and the guy who plays him is a babe really just gonna throw that out there if you are on the verge of on the fence of watching it um just watch it for that actor but um I didn't think it was that bad I didn't honestly think it was as bad as everyone was saying that it was so that movie was I don't know surprising just because everyone was like oh it sucks blah 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 was it like campy like what like no, it Why was just... Why do people not like it? I don't know. Oh, I it's got see. terrible reviews. Yeah. Holy shit. I'm like, I don't... One star? Don't That's crazy, you guys. I mean, there were decent kills. The story was just kind of basic, but it's... Like, it, it, I'm not going to re-watch it, but I, I wasn't mad that I watched it. Let's just put it that way. Seems kind of fun. I wasn't mad that I watched it, but I'm not going to re-watch it. Like, there have been other, like, movies... That everyone's like, oh my god, so good. And I'm like, really? What do you think is your most watched movie? The movie mm. you've seen, and I think I know what your most watched movie is. Mm. I don't know, though. Because if, if like if you asked me like 20 years ago, or like 10 years ago, I could tell you. But now I don't really know. Why? What do you think is my most watched movie? I, I actually think your most watched movie is Jaws. 
<laughs> do you? You religiously watch it a minimum of once a year. And if it is I ever do. on TV, you just watch You just You watch have through. to, though. It's one of yeah. those movies where if Joss is on TV, oh, for sure. you have to watch it. I'm not disputing that. Yeah. I'm just saying, I think that that Jaws is my most such. I do. You know, I'll take that. Recently, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have to watch it. It's tradition to watch it on the 4th of July. If you're it not is. watching Jaws on the 4th of July, like, what are you even doing? I watch Independence Day. Mm, I'm a Jaws girl. But yeah, anytime it's on TV... I have to watch it, which also leads me to my question. Hmm. I was going to ha- have us say what we're being for Halloween. Oh. I kind of gave a little preview of mine, but funny enough, I'm being Quint from Jaws. She is. For Halloween. Her costume flocks. I've got the whole costume. And the best part about it is that it's just like normal clothes. And oh, it's warm. Oh, the jacket's so cute. And the jacket, yeah, I've already worn the jacket like <laughs> out. <laughs> Like I, it's like it's perfect. I like I already had the shirt. I just need pants. Like, perfect. I got a little patch that says Quint, that I'm gonna sew onto the jacket. Oh, I got to do that. You better up. Our yeah. Halloween party's in two days, babe. Yeah, I gotta do that for sure. Yeah. So it's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a good one. For what sure. are you being for Halloween? Well, you know what I'm being. Um, yeah, but the listeners don't. I'm being Tom Hanks from Castaway, <laughs> and my beard and hair came in the mail today. Oh, is that what came in the mail? Yes, I'm very excited. I'm actually doing two Halloween costumes this year. You're changing um, it up? So for our party, we we always throw a banging Halloween party. So mm. if you guys want to be our best friends in real life, you can come. Um, I'm being I'm being Tom Hanks from Castaway. I got the loincloth. I bought tan leggings. So those will get exactly one wear forever. Because don't wear tan leggings in public. That's no, insane to do. No. I have a shirt that looks like a man's torso. It's really nice. <laughs> it's a re- she reused it from her Jacob Black costume yeah. when we had our Twilight party. My issue, though, is that like it has it has like pecs and it has like nipples and they're like in my armpits. Oh, yeah. They like <laughs> face the opposite direction. That's my only issue with the shirt. Uh, I'm going to look fucking funky fresh, dude. I'm going to look really good for sure. But I'm also changing for, well, on Halloween, was, actual Halloween. Okay, I was going to say, are you going to do a costume change at our party? No, 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 no. On actual Halloween, okay. I'm going to wear a different costume. What are you doing on Halloween? I'm just going to hand out candy. And oh, no okay. one's going to know who I am but who? me. But I will post it on TikTok. Who are you being? You know the girl that cries and dances to the Mariah Carey oh, song on TikTok? Oh, yeah. It's like, why? obsessed with me and she's just like fucking bawling her eyes out yeah first of all i think that is the single funniest thing on the internet <laughs> and i have that video saved on my phone i watch it sometimes when i'm sad um i bought a puka shell necklace that i will be rewearing because puka life forever is that but is that for tom hanks or for the that's for the girl the girl oh, okay. and then i bought like a large pink t-shirt and i'm just gonna openly weep and, and, and hand the, out candy and do the dance yeah for sure kids are gonna love it I don't think you'll scare a single one of them. I don't want to scare. I'm like, this is your future. (laughs) (laughs) That'll scare them enough for sure. What, what's Abra being for Halloween? Oh, Abra, my dog. Um, So as some of you may know, I think I've talked about it on here. I've recently been rewatching every season of Rock of Love. There's not that many seasons. There's three. Okay. It's, It's really good though. Um, and it's fucking great. And I just forgot how much I loved that show. And also after Rock of Love, I've got Daisy of Love. And then I'm going to go oh. to Flavor of yes! Love. Flavor of Love is my fucking shit, dude. And there was Brent Michaels one. gives me the fucking egg. I love though... New York. That too. So I have a whole I game forgot plan. about I love New York. Yeah. But anyways, Abra's being a Rock of Love girl. 
So she's got a little skimpy top and a blonde wig. She hates it. It's I'm literally going to put it on her, take the picture, and then Noelle's going to Photoshop her <laughs> into a picture. Graphic design is my passion. So, yeah, that's the plan. It's going to be really good. And then my cat, Bill, is going to actually be, uh, she's going to be a rose with thorns. Because every rose <laughs> has its thorn, as we know. Couples costumes, Couple. two of them. Yeah. <laughs> Twinsies. All right, I got some fucked up shit to talk about. We got a lot of listener mail to talk about. Mm. So, should we do some listener mail? What do you think? Mm, or should we end it with listener mail? Because we usually typically end, well, we used to end with listener mail. So Okay, we could do that. We could do that. We could do that. In that case, I would like to talk to you about something that has been brought to my attention mm. that so deeply disturbed me that I had nightmares about it for three nights in a row. Wow, three nights in a row? I know, Jeez. three nights at Freddy's. In this brain. Okay, so I don't know if you've ever heard of this mm. or if I told you. I think I told you about this. It just it fucked me up, dude, so hard. So there is a man, and his name is Misubi. Now, you've watched Japanese game shows before. Everyone's watched a Japanese game show, right? Yeah. Like, they're like, what was that one super happy fun time or something where, like, they're just, they're really extreme. Like, they do whatever, squid game style, but, like, less murder Mm. Yeah, there's a horror movie that's like that too, where like people do get murdered. I don't know what it's called. Um, but there's there was a show, okay. and it was called. I do not speak Japanese, so please. It's called uh, Sasunu Depa Shonen. Okay, is the name of this show, and it was a bunch of people put like they they all tried out for this. It was like a lottery thing, so like your name got picked out of a hat, and if you won. You got to go on this show mm -hmm. where you would win a lifetime of sweepstakes. Okay. Do you know what a sweepstake is? Obviously, like yes. where you fill out and like you try to win something, right. right? Right. So like that sounds really cool and like really fun, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, it was a sick twist, though, where you have to live in a room. They take your clothing from you. They take everything from you. And everything that you have, you have to win in a sweepstakes. So if you need food, you have to win food. Have in to a win it in a sweepstakes. That's extremely misleading. So did these people know that they were signing up for this when they sign up for it, or were I, they just like th thrown I don't in this and think held so. captive? I don't think so. I mean, it was. I think it was like marketed as like a like this fun show that like you win all these sweepstakes and like hmm. you know you're on camera twenty four seven whatever right. This guy was a comedian. Like he was like like super fun, really funny. Like, you can watch some of his early stuff on YouTube. He's clever. He's funny. He's a funny guy. His name, did I say his name? It's no. Nasubi, which means eggplant, which is also very fun. Cute. Love All that. Right. This guy's adorable. See, this is the guy right here. Is Love that him. him? This is him. This is our boy, Nasubi. Okay. So, basically, it was fucking torture. Like, this man yeah. lived. They took everything from him. He so, he was just in... Let me just get this straight here. He was in a like a blank room, uh -huh. so with nothing in it, nothing. And he was like, "Oh fuck, I need a bed. Got to win that." Did it, like plumbing? Is there a toilet? Shower? There was a toilet. There was a shower. Okay. Uh, this is his room. This is his room. So it's there's a little table. There's a phone. There's a bunch of pieces of paper, a pen, mm. and then he has a rack of magazines. And I will post pictures of this on the social media so you guys can see this. Oh, so they're mag so he doesn't even have the internet. No. Just like 
old school. This is it's super old. When did this air? Uh, nineteen ninety eight. Oh, okay. Three nine eleven, baby. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's put in this room. He they take his everything from him. Okay, he mm-hmm. doesn't have food. He has water. Whatever. Um, but like he doesn't have anything else. No clothes. No blankets. Nothing. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a toothbrush or toothpaste for six months. Until he wins a toothbrush and toothpaste. What if there is, yeah, like what if there's not a sweepstakes for the thing that he needs? Shit out of luck. He didn't have food for three days. What about like toilet paper? Do they supply that or does he need to win that? I know he had to win it. I don't know if he like got a roll to start with or something. I would (laughs) hope maybe. Unsure, but it's super fucked up. So the whole challenge was he had to... He had to enter mail-in sweepstakes until Mm -hmm. he won about $8,000 worth of prizes. So once he gets $8,000 worth of prizes, then they let him go. They set him free, right? So he's like, how hard can this be? Whatever. Um, It's like being filmed 24 hours a day. He's butt-ass naked. So like people, it was like this whole enterprise of like people like actively like censoring him. Like while he's walking around, people watch this 24 hours a day. People would like... Like, very, like, rudimentary, like, websites um, would enter, like, what he did on there, like, during the night so other people would watch it and stuff. This says he lived in front of a camera with only the possessions he won via the sweepstakes, except for running water, heat, and electricity. Okay. He had a stack of postcards and magazines that he was required to enter sweepstakes. Um, it's, it's fucked up, dude, but he did it. He fucking did it. And how long was he? Did he do this for? It was a total of fifteen months. But the first one, fifteen months. Yeah, but so it was, he didn't talk to anyone for fifteen months. No. Um. So the first one, I can't find it now. Jesus. But it was like, it was like six months it took him to to get to this eight thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Okay. And the final thing that like pushed him over the edge was he won four car tires, and that was worth so much money that it like pushed him over the edge. Um. He won like a bag of rice and it was like 99 cents worth. Like all this stuff had to add up and it was like super hard for him to get to it. So he was in there for like six months. He won. And then they were like, oh, cool. Like, great job. You did it. He didn't talk to anyone except for the people that would come to the door to drop stuff off. He'd just say like, thank you. He would do all these like happy dances to like show that he was like so grateful. And you can see this man's like light in his eye fade away. Where the fuck did you watch this? On YouTube. It was so fucked up. (laughs) Okay. Sometimes you watch dark shit on the internet, man. (laughs) Um, So then he wins, right? And Mm -hmm. he's all like so stoked about it. I won. Nailed it. It's only been six months. Ka-ching. Whatever. I'm free because I've been a prisoner. You'd like to think. You'd like to think he's free. Uh, They (gasps) came in and they blindfolded him overnight and they took him to a surprise location and he went along thinking that like oh he won like they're like right we're gonna go celebrate and then they put him in another room and he's like what the fuck and they're like you have to win now you have to More? win again like up to a certain amount Okay, and so, like, the whole duration was the 15 months. 15 months in total, so over a year. So they take him So they take him to South Korea. He's from Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, they 
they put him in an apartment in South Korea and he has to win a plane ticket back to Japan, which he does super, super quick. Like it has to be like the amount that equals to it. So it was only like $600 or something. It was like okay. super inexpensive and he does it super fucking quick. And they're like, you know what actually it has to be business class. Oh, so they're just like changing the rules. Yes. Because the ratings are through the fucking roof. There's like 17 million people watching this every single day. And they are just hand over fist making money on this man's life. So so he wins the business class ticket. He's like, whatever. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. going to fucking like buckle down, get it done. He's not shaving. He's like not cutting his hair because like why doesn't matter. He loses a bunch of weight. Right. Like he's just like virtually atrophying like in front of everyone's eyes. People are loving this shit. So then he wins the the business class ticket and they're like you know what actually it needs to be first class jesus and he's like are you fucking how are they legally able to do this though i have no idea i don't know signed like his life away or was this like fake was it fake no it's real dude it's absolutely real it's so so what happens when he eventually gets out so he so he eventually wins the part that really fucked me up was at one point he won a live octopus But he didn't have a tank for it. Why would he even enter that? He was just trying to fucking do what he could, dude. Okay. Just entering literally everything he possibly could to make all this money. Like, this is like a fucking trauma response at this point. Okay. So, so he wins. Um, He wins all this stuff. They blindfold him again. And they're like, you won. We're going to take you, like to your final prize your final whatever and he's like okay fine like do whatever i don't have a will to live anymore then they put him in a box that looks just like the little apartment that he's been staying in Mm -hmm. but little does he know it's in front of a live studio audience there's like five thousand people and they're all silent and he's in this box and he said he clothes were uncomfortable to him at this point because he had lived bought ass naked for 15 months Okay, so so he gets into this little apartment and he immediately takes off all of his clothes. Okay, and he's like sitting on the floor. Sure, sure. And the walls of this little apartment drop down, and he's in front of a live studio audience. So they just like humiliated him, and everyone is cheering and screaming, and it looks like he looks like a frightened animal. It is so sad. It's the saddest thing I have ever seen in my entire life. And then they just, like, let him go. And that's the end of it? That's the end of it. He says he lost his sense of humor completely. He's no longer a comedian. Well, this says that after the rigors he went through in order to become a famous comedian. So did he go through this in order to get fame? No. He just, like, never did comedy again after this? He, like, he was on, like, scripted comedy, but he wasn't, like, a stand-up comedian anymore. He, like, uh-huh. couldn't, like, be funny. He's, so like, he's, it, like, crushed his soul. Well, he successfully scaled Mount Everest. I love that In 2016, after three aborted attempts in 2013, 2014, and 2015. So it clearly didn't mess him up that bad. I mean, um, he, or unless he was, like, I just need to feel something. So yeah, he, he just probably, do something, like, extreme. He's probably, like, I never want to be inside an apartment <laughs> again forever. I don't know, but I just, it was really sad, man. I watched this video. It was really fucked up. If you guys want the link to the video that I watched, it's like a, I can send it to you How for long sure. is it? 
It's like a 10 minute video that like recaps all of it. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> like, did you watch like hours of this? I watched 24 hours of this shit. No, but like, I don't know. It was just really sad and like really fucked up. And I just wanted to bring it up because man, the nineties were crazy. Like you could just like do anything. And like Japanese like game shows also, I don't know if they're like this anymore. I haven't seen a Japanese game show in since yeah, probably 2002. Yeah. I don't know. I just wanted to bring it up because it was really crazy and it really, it messed me up. And now you guys got to deal with well, that I'm trauma. I'm not going to watch that. No, just, don't watch I'll it. take a hard pass on that. It's so sad. If anyone does want to watch it, it's Nasubi is this guy's name. That's N-A-S-U-B-I. And I'll post pictures, like I said, of his apartment. And it's just the saddest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. So if anyone's in the mood for the that. Contro- controversial reality television show, Sasunu Denpa Shonen. Yeah. Do they do this with other people too? Or was oh. it just him? I actually have no idea. I only watched a single year. Yeah, it video. went on till 2002. So cool. 1998 to 2002. I love that. Love that journey. The title means do not proceed, crazy youth. Well, I mean, if people saw the uh, the one guy do it and then decided to sign on for it themselves, that's kind of a... <laughs> they knew what they were signing up for, so... This article says it was controversial due to the sadistic challenges and rule changes. Yeah, I don't know. It just it like fucked me up. Constantly moving the goalposts here for this poor guy. I know. I hated it. It was so sad. Psychologically, just like tortured. Yeah, just, this man is tortured. It's torture porn right there. Well, anyways, uh, yeah. is there anything else that you any fun things you have to bring up? Yeah, for sure. You want to talk about this John Benet Ramsey thing? Oh yeah. Well, it's just like the new. Um, they're just like there's n- there's nothing really new out. No. But they just like eliminated, well, the DNA from February, they're just like testing it. Mm-hmm. There's but, like a new person of interest or something, but they're like not really releasing anything about it. Is there a person of interest? That's I couldn't what this find. says. This says the messenger says that there's a new person of interest being eyed by authorities. Chambonet mm. Ramsey. Well, they, I guess they discovered that the DNA wasn't anyone in her family. So that rules out a lot of theories about that. But. I don't know. How how are we ever going to know? We're ne- never going to know. We're never we're never going to know. No. This is one of those things that like we're just never going to know. Yeah. And like it, it's the female uh Roman Empire. This is our Roman Empire. <laughs> for sure. Just never know whatever happened. No. Yeah. There's also a new documentary about the Enfield haunting. It's called Enfield Haunting Revisited. Um See, you brought that up. I don't even I didn't remember what the Enfield haunting was until you brought up the picture, which I'll describe because if you guys don't know what the Enfield haunting is, you've probably seen the picture of like, I think it's from like the seventies, like the girl in the red, like nightgown. And she's like, she's like jumping, like floating in the air, like screaming. And it's supposedly like from that. It's like the poltergeist like threw her up in the air. Yeah. Well, apparently her cousin says that she actually just jumped in the air and he saw her do it. Um, I mean it looks like she's jumping so whether or not the haunting is real unsure but this photo is it's fake she just just jumped in the air well what did they say didn't you say that he came out and said the whole haunting was fake too yeah he like doesn't believe that it's like real like the cousin well does he know for a fact or is he just like 
Uh, I don't think it's real. Maybe it's just fucking bullshitting. I don't know. This is a Daily Mail article, so that's how you know it's good and legit. <laughs> For sure. Oh, also, they're recasting Carrie. They're doing another Carrie. What the fuck? Why? And they're... Oh, who is it that's in it? Oh, she's so good. That girl, the blonde girl from Euphoria is going to play Carrie. Oh, that's a good casting. Hunter, um, Hunter yeah. Schaefer. Hunter Schaefer, yeah. I love that, though. That's so fun, Remember right? when they try to redo it with what's her fucking tits? What's her tits? Um, Amanda Seyfried. No. I don't know. Uh, not Abigail Breslin. Chloe Morenz. Chloe Grace Morenz. She was like Carrie. Did they? Yeah, it was fucking terrible. I don't remember that. It was that. so bad. It was so bad. Shh. That's they a- remade that like recently. I want to say like 15 years ago. Mm. 20 years. No, 10 years ago. 2013 this came out. 10 years ago. 10 God, that was 10 years ago. I know, right? She's not a good cat. I don't like her as no, Carrie. No, I don't like her as an actress or a person. <gasps> so I love her in 30 Rock. She's Th- in 30 Rock? 30 Rock is the perfect show. Yeah, she's Jack Donaghy. Um, she, she's his like arch nemesis and she's like a little child. Right. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, no, I, don't, I never watched that. Do we want to do listener mail? Yeah. Okay. Let's do some listener mail. Let's do some mail. Listener mail. Mail. Just listener mail. Listener mail. I've been talking a lot, so you can start. I can start. Okay. Well, this one is a fairly recent one. We have a couple of old ones from way, way back, which we might bring up from the annals. Um, The annals. Annals. From the annals of our inbox. Squeeze the annals of truth. But this is our most recent one, so I figured I will just start from, like, top down and then... Always start from top down. Right? So this is from... Duncan. Somebody named Duncan. Duncan R. And they go, hey there, I discovered your podcast a while back when Bo Looters of Chicago band Harm's Way, sup, Bo. Hey, Bo. He's a friend of ours. Mention it on his podcast, Hard Lore. You guys like uh, music, you're going to like Hard Lore. Like pretty metal? You like it's pretty good. lore? You like being hard? If you're, yeah. Like if you love lore. being hard, you're going <laughs> to fucking love hard lore i became he continues i became instantly addicted due to the personality and humor you guys bring to the show oh well, thank you thank you and i love both the researched and unscripted episodes bow, 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 bow. you have definitely become my favorite geography podcast oh. Oh. we love to hear it <laughs> <laughs> thank you anyways i'm writing in because i wanted to share my personal i wanted to share my paranormal experience with you When I was 19, my uncle asked me to stay with him for the summer. He had just bought a home in rural Pennsylvania, farmland out in Amish country. Shout out to the Amish listening to this. (laughs) The home and property were run down, so he was paying me to stay with him for the summer and work on fixing things. It was a large old home and had two staircases, one small, one in the back part of the house that led directly to his bedroom, I've since heard these called servants' stairs. And then the main staircase by the front door that led to the other bedrooms. Being a teenager, being a teenager, I used to stay up downstairs watching TV after he had gone to bed. After a few weeks, I started to get a weird feeling being alone at night. I would just start to feel like there was someone else downstairs. Sometimes I would think I heard someone whispering. 
I would get slightly paranoid and find myself glancing in the direction of the adjacent sitting room that had nothing but a couple of chairs. I chalked it up to the fact that it was an unfamiliar house and if it gets incredibly dark out there, and it gets incredibly dark out there in the middle of nowhere. As time went on, my uncomfortable slash scared feelings started escalating. It's hard to explain, but I had that uncanny feeling of being watched when I was alone at night. Wait, did I just mess that up? Mm-mm. Oh. That, that was like the same sentence, so I thought it, whatever. There were times when I would get up and go into the other rooms downstairs and turn on the lights just to look and make myself feel better. I eventually stopped staying up downstairs and would just go up to my room and read. It's always safer in your bedroom under the blankets. Right? Like if you're under covers, ghosts can't mm-hmm. get you. That's a rule. If you can't see them, <laughs> they can't see you. Not long after, the sense of someone else being present began following me into my room, which hadn't been the case before. It was like one moment everything was normal and I was happily reading or lying in bed. And then I would get this weighty feeling of something entering the room and watching me. I just tried to ignore it and would eventually fall asleep. Things continued to escalate. The presence started following me into my room virtually every night. I would immediately notice because there would be that weighty change in the feeling of the room and the temperature also seemed to get colder. I would lie in bed at night and hear whispering or breathing in the room. So I started sleeping with the lights on. Man, do you ever like walk into a room and like the vibe just is fucking bad? Mm -hmm. That's what this is giving me like goosebumps about. Right. Even though this happened over 12 years ago, I still remember this next part like it was yesterday. Can't wait. One night, I was lying on my bed with the lights on, reading. I was pretty tired from the work we did that day and was falling asleep earlier than usual. Everything was normal in the room at this point, and I felt relieved because I just wanted to get a good night's sleep. I set my book down and drifted to sleep. Sometime later, I started to be awakened by a strange sound. Lying there with my eyes closed, I could hear something that sounded like rubbing. It wasn't loud, but just this constant, faint rubbing sound coming from nearby. I regained consciousness enough to think, what is that? And came to opening my eyes. I looked down towards my chest. I had been sleeping on my back and found my left arm extended straight up into the air, reaching towards the ceiling. The rubbing sound was my own fingers. They were being played with. What? My fingers were being bent and manipulated in rapid succession, and the sound was the skin of my fingers rubbing against each other. Oh, it's freaking me out. Yeah, directly above my hand was what I can only describe as a black mist slash fog, maybe two, five, or three feet wide. Two and a half. Maybe two and a half or three feet wide. That dot was really small. I couldn't see that. (laughs) Having just woken up, what was happening did not immediately register. I laid there staring at my hand and the mist for a few seconds, confused. I think this was compounded by the fact that I couldn't feel my hand, so it almost seemed like it wasn't happening to me. Then, like a bolt of lightning, a jolt of pure terror terror shot through my entire body. I had never felt terror before. 
I had been afraid in my life, but I didn't know what terror was until this moment. I think horror movies actually do a pretty good job of recreating how it feels with the disorienting camera angles and music, like the famous score from Psycho. I yanked my arm back and sprang back like a cornered animal, sitting up at the head of the bed, my back and arms pinned up against the wall as I stared at the mist. It just slowly faded away and then was gone. That's my experience. I didn't sleep for the rest of the night, replaying it over and over in my head. Did that actually happen? Was I dreaming? I must have been dreaming, but I'm sitting here awake. The sheets kicked off of my bed from when I sprang back. It happened so clearly, no, it was real. This really happened, but it couldn't have. I decided to tell my uncle the next day. I had mentioned previously that I got creeped out hanging out downstairs alone, but that was the extent that he knew up until this point. He actually believed me, or pretended to, and said that he got weird feelings in the house at times as well. He also told me that the previous owner had been an elderly man that passed away. At this point, I only had a couple more weeks left at his place before I needed to head home to get ready for my next year at college. I tried to stick it out, but after two entirely sleepless nights, I told him I was heading home early and left. He ended up moving for work reasons a couple years later, and I did visit him once at that house for a family Thanksgiving. I had never had any paranormal experiences before this and didn't really think about ghosts or whether they were real or not. I certainly never thought they would be able to physically interact with me. Any thoughts on this? As you can probably guess, I am a firm believer now, but have not had any other experiences. Thanks for reading and keep crushing it with the podcast, D. P.S. I'd love if you did an episode on Robert the Doll. We will. We for sure will. I promise. Yeah. We actually, funny thing about that, we connected with... um, one of the doll handlers. What do they call them? They call them handlers, Care- right? Caretakers. Yeah. Or hand- I think they call them handlers. And he said he would come on our podcast. So we might might do a little interview. I don't know. We maybe might. Maybe might. Um, thank you so much, Duncan. That was super scary. Nicole, I have a question for you. Yeah. Have you ever woken up with your arms straight up in the air in the middle of the night? No. Oh, really? Wait. Probably. I have. I feel like I probably have. Just like. Yeah. Like straight up. Yeah. Yeah. I, not that I'm like remembering, but maybe, I don't know. Or like I've like woken myself up by like putting my arm up. Okay. Do you think that that's necessarily a ghost? Your arm up in the air? Um, I think it depends. I think if your fingers are being played with and oh, there's a I, black mist over you, then I yeah, don't that's doubt. A ghost. I don't doubt the black mist and the fingers being played with. But like I do that all the time. I wake up with like my arms like straight up in the air like towards the ceiling all of the time. Oh. I don't, it doesn't happen all of the time, but I mean, I feel like it could also just be like a sleepwalking thing. Okay. When I was younger, I used to sleepwalk a lot. Really? Yeah. A lot. Whoa. She put the pillows in the oven? No. The furthest I ever got was in the middle of my hallway and my dad caught me. I don't know where the fuck I was going, but I was also like screaming and I didn't even know. Like he like woke me up. Don't wake him up. Well, he had to. I was screaming and I was also... I, one of my friends was over and it was like we were sleeping over. Oh, God. And I scared the fuck out of her, too. <laughs> I bet you did. 
little Jessica never slept over again. <laughs> no, she slept over again, but she literally thought somebody was like attacking me. But yeah, that's so scary. Wow. That was a crazy story. Um, I'm going to look into this hand in the air thing. Yeah. Well, he said, uh, Never thought that they would able be able to physically interact with me. Any thoughts on this? What are your thoughts on that? Oh, I think they can do it. For yeah. sure. I think it takes a lot of power. It takes a lot of energy to do it, to like physically mm-hmm. move something. But also, if you are sleeping, I mean, we give off energy all the time. Mm-hmm. I think it's 100% possible. I think that, that spirits do that shit all the fucking time. Man. Yeah. They just fuck around. I think also the fact that you were in like a dream state, if you were sleeping, mm-hmm. maybe your body was more easily manipulated by whatever entity or spirit was in your room. I Maybe because you were, I don't know, I feel like when we dream, yeah. we kind of like our third eye opens a little bit and we're more in tuned and like open to more things. Yeah, dude, surfing on the astral plane. Yeah, so I don't know, maybe it was easier for whatever was there to manipulate your hand and make you... <laughs> Do things and rub your fingers together. That's so fucking scary. Yeah, I wonder what they were trying to do. Like, what was the point of what that? What if they're like just trying to like give the middle finger and they're like, haha, sick <laughs> prank. Right. <laughs> Ghosts have a great sense of humor. You know, they were people once. So, yeah, they still are probably somewhere. Uh, I'd like to read a story from our friend Sabrina. Okay. This is in regards to our last episode about bones and organ trade. So our friend Sabrina, um, her her dad passed away and his organs were donated. Mm-hmm. She sent me this really beautiful story about the donation. She says, when my dad died, he was left on life support. So all of his organs were still good, still viable. Mm-hmm. My mom had to fill out a form that said what could or could not be donated. She drew the line at eyes and corneas. Mm-hmm. She Isn't told me. the most popular? You're like one of the most popular things you s- It's like top 10 or something. Wow. Um, She told me that she couldn't imagine one day looking at someone and seeing his eyes stare back at him, Mm. even though that's not exactly how that works. Yeah, but I get that, though. That would be kind of freaky. On the form, you can check if you would like to hear from the people that receive the organs, which I didn't know. Interesting. Yeah. So fun. She said, we had a lovely lady that received my dad's kidney and I think pancreas. She was on dialysis and I think about to die. She got his organs and she sent pictures of herself and her cat along with a lovely letter that said, I am so sorry you lost someone so dear, but thank you for giving me new hope at life. That's so nice. She also painted this beautiful painting of my dad kind of like symbolically handing an organ While his body is falling and her body receiving the organ and growing. And I think it's a really beautiful representation. It's Is this the painting right here? That's the painting right there, which I will also post. That is so cool. That's so special. So nice. Uh, Sabrina, thank you so much for sharing your story. And thank you for your dad's donation and your family's with us for sure. Um, I, I didn't know. I didn't know that you could in contact with someone like that like that's incredible because yeah. like a part of him is living on in her well just the fact that like he also helped save someone like she yeah. without the help like she would have just she like you know like he gave her a second life he yeah absolutely absolutely I thought it was so beautiful I cried so hard like she sent me this in a voice note and I was openly weeping <sighs> it's it's so sweet and the 
the painting is so beautiful. We will post it. So if anyone has stories um, that you want to share with us about whether it's donating organs, um, mm-hmm. receiving organs, or buying bones, we got a couple people that wait. We have that they. It was like a Twitter thing. It was I don't know. I want to know the story okay. though. You have to tell us the story of buying bones. Somebody bought like bone like online like we yeah like about? online what from a bone broker. I want to hear the stories, people. You got to send them in. Send in your listener mail to quiteunusualpod at gmail.com. Or you could write us a handwritten letter like we will be reading shortly. GRPO box. That's 1212 in Des Plaines, Illinois, 60017. Nicole, do you have any other listener mails? Um, I think, well, we'll just do the that next one. I don't want to like congest this with too much okay. listener mails. You know? Should we read this? Would you like to read this handwritten one? You can read it. Okay, perfect. That's great because I'm wearing my glasses, definitely. <laughs> Would you like me to read it? Oh, I, I can read it. Can you read this? I can, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not wearing my glasses. All right, this is a handwritten letter. This is addressed to Noelle. So it says, Noelle, I hope this package finds you well. I thought I would send some stuff I thought you would like. Don't mind the Walmart box. I wanted to use a box that everything fits snugly into. I also have no clue what to write, but felt odd not including a note. And since I don't know what to say, let me tell you about the dead children's playground. Whenever you don't know what to say to someone, (laughs) there are two things that you can bring up that everyone will want to talk about. Ghost stories. Yeah. Murder. 9-11. And dead children. Yes. The Maple Hill Park, known to the locals as Dead Children's Playground, is located in Huntsville, Alabama, adjacent to the playground in Maple Hill Cemetery, the oldest and largest cemetery in Alabama, founded in 1822. The playground was built in 1985 and almost immediately started showing activity. A few tales are told as to why the playground is haunted, besides it being next to the largest and oldest cemetery. One is that the children who play there are victims of the 1918 Spanish flu pandemic. Oh, wow. While there's no official count, it is estimated to be in the hundreds. Another is that in the 1960s, a string of child abductions plagued the area. It is said that the perpetrator was abducting and killing the children and dumping them in the local quarry. Well, I don't like this story at all. Which is now the site of the playground. Yeah, I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna go with that one. Yeah, it's gonna be that one. But those claims are not in the records. Surrounded on three sides by limestone walls slash cliffs, there is very little wind. Doesn't isn't limestone a conductor for like? Ghost energy and activity, too. Yes, it is. That's also probably another reason why it's so active. My experience with the playground is one evening a few years ago, we went to the playground. As soon as we approached the playground, the swings started swinging on their own. No wind, nothing. And they never stopped swinging. The place has a very ominous presence I play. I plan on going back and filming the activity. Ooh, please, please send us that video. Well, anyway, I filled up a page with nonsense, so I'm going to stop. I hope you have a lovely day and enjoy your presence. Daniel F. Thank you, Daniel. I'm looking up this little place right now, and it's fucking creepy as shit. It does. It does <laughs> look really, like, somehow vacant. 
but there's playground it's equipment? like a playground but it's like this is where slender man would go oh yeah you know for sure we'll post pictures of that too um thank you thank you to everyone who wrote in and thank you for listening to this very off the rails episode today we've really covered a whole whole myriad of things have we well not? you know what we got a lot going we got a party to plan for that we haven't even shopped for are we even gonna have guac who knows we have to you can't have know. a party without guac it's not a party without guac it's not a party without guac. we gotta we gotta go shopping i gotta we gotta finalize i gotta finalize my costume i gotta try on my beard yeah for sure I bought this like weird, I bought a, a a wig too for my costume, but then I also plan on like cutting pieces of it off and gluing it to my face as like um, facial like hair. That's really yeah. nice. And I bought this like weird sticky, I think it's called like spirit glue or something. It's like for Halloween like prosthetics, but I'm going to stick that to my face. So hopefully that goes well and I don't just like permanently glue fake hair on my own face. Well, I can't wait to see what your face looks like <laughs> Sunday morning. Yeah. That's going to be exciting. It's going to be pretty good, right? If, if anyone has anything that they want us to talk about on the next Unscripted, um, any cool news articles that you want us to discuss, any ghost stories, listener mail that you want to send us, please send it to quiteunusualpod at gmail.com. Or you can always hit us up on the social means. We're at Quite Unusual Pod everywhere. If you do go to our website, which is quiteunusualpod.com, Dot com and mm. you choose to send us a fan mail don't ask us what the fucking price is please i will personally come to your house and break in and strangle you with my bare hands this that is, is a threat this that is, is a threat she's making threats on the radio people <laughs> making that's how serious threats. this is we just keep on getting junk mail in our fan mail and it's just like i'm not having fun no one is this is my 13th reason why nicole <laughs> okay yeah, it's really what. So if you do, please, actually, please, somebody send us something in there that isn't spam because uh, that's all we seem to be getting lately. So, yes, 100 yeah. percent. All right. And with that, I think we can just call it. What do you think? All right. Well, remember to celebrate the strange and keep it unusual and Ooh. have a happy, happy Halloween. Happy, happy Halloween. OK, bye. Bye. Happy Halloween.